Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is Alex Faust, play-by-play voice of the LA Kings, and you're listening to King's Realm Podcast. Boy, do they know what good pizza tastes like. Welcome to the King's Realm, presented by GIS Media. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at King's Realm Pod. The All-Star break has come and gone, and we still don't have a game till Saturday. But it's been a pretty good week for us, I guess. Yeah, yeah. we haven't we, lost. We haven't lost yet. We do still have plenty to go over uh, with the All-Star skills competition, the All-Star game, and the rebuild has begun with uh, Jake Muzzin being traded to Toronto. Wait, what? Yeah, you haven't heard? Who's Jake Muzzin? You haven't heard the buzz about Muzz? Oh, my God. There he is. <laughs> Let's do this. I am Dennis Wilson. That is James Whitlock. Yeah, that's a bird, bird, bird. The bird is a word. Wow. And Jordan Heckman. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> that was hard to do with only two hands. How fitting. Cracking a beer. <laughs> Play, did did playing you say while YouTube. he was setting it up that you now need to go buy a new truck? <laughs> it's a great commercial. Yeah, My kids, right? every time they see that, now want me to go get a, a Denali. Just for the tailgate. Denali. It's a pretty cool tailgate. Honestly, it's a cool tailgate. Like, I know this is a King's Pod, but if you're going to buy a truck and you need like 18 steps to get in the bed of it, you probably don't really need a truck. It's not the only thing that does. You know, it would be it would probably be better as a ducks commercial because they usually get theirs raised like four feet. <laughs> That's so true. Touche. They, they could like start from when it lowers all the way down to just pull themselves up to does it. Does it come with a flat build hat? Yes. Okay. This episode brought to you by GMC. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if we can make that happen. All right, where are we getting started here? Uh, uh skills. Should we refer to the yeah. notes? We have Never. notes on the All-Star We have game. notes. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the skills competition. Holy shit, Dowdy. Yeah, right? Where did that come from? Uh, he was not going to be embarrassed like he was last year. I think that's where that came from. Was it just last year or has it been multiple years? Uh, multiple years. Yeah. yeah. Last year was terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Well, he said this year that he was fretting it. Every time he thinks about it, he starts sweating. Yeah. So. Well, he redeemed himself. I'm also there. calling bullshit. He's definitely, he definitely practiced that. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And re- honestly, he had a chance to win it. If, if that first puck didn't fall off the tip of his stick. Yeah. Um, I think he would have had a chance or he probably would have won it. 
Well, third place, you know, that ain't, that ain't too shabby. That's bronze. It's better than he did last time. True. And the time before. Yeah. yeah I mean, and the time before. When you're dead last, it's hard not to do better <laughs> than that. Or you could be Nathan McKinnon. Ooh. Just not show up. He was there. He was a coach. Yeah. That's true. That's how he uh, didn't get the one game suspension. Oh, was that clever? Did they get around that? Mm-hmm. Oh, come yep. on. When you're like the face of a franchise like that, I mean, they're going to. He ain't no Sidney Crosby, but. No. Come on. But... Yeah, yeah, he did not get the suspension because he was there That's and crazy. participated. Quote, I'm doing unquote. air quotes. I mean, other than that, there's really nothing else exciting for the Kings. But do you guys have any other highlights from the week? Plenty. Yeah, we're just on skills. We haven't yes. gotten to the games yet. Yeah. Well, I didn't go. So Jordan's ready to move on. For the Pacific. You can take a break. Okay. Take your necessary bathroom break. Well, I I just want to point out before we get to the good stuff, let's bring out the, the bad stuff. Man, they need new announcers for the skills competition. They couldn't have been more unexcited to be calling that. Well, especially like. I know a guy. He's actually yeah. been on the show. It could work. And he loves New York pizza. He does work for ES, or, uh, NBC, too. Yeah, it's true. So, like, if if it did, if anything did not go as planned or someone messed up, they had nothing in their back pocket to stretch it, to stretch <laughs> that time frame out. And you're only talking about 20, 30 seconds extra. And it just was painful, almost like listening to our show. What was it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> was it Keith Jones and was doing part of it? I mean... It was either him or Milbury. I don't know. They kind of sound the same when I don't see their ugly mugs. But uh, I get them mixed up sometimes when I see them. <laughs> it's just like. so much I don't care. It was more of the, well, I told you that Goudreau was going to be good at this. Yeah. Like, there's no excitement at all. It's like, yeah, if you've watched the skills competition the last several years, you know that Goudreau would be good at it, too. Yeah. yeah it's I like, could have said that. Point yeah. out the obvious. Like, it, I don't know. It just, it really bothered me. Like, they, I'm not asking for fake excitement, but. Like at least put a little bit into it. No, Come but on. you're you're now getting used to the Alex Faust era, and when you don't have that level of preparation and that entertaining the stories and 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 the preparation that he does, I mean they're like prostitutes; they get paid to fake it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so it well should be done. good. Well done. I love it. I mean, maybe I'm just used to like more of the the opposite end of the spectrum, and like you know, uh, extreme sports like mountain bike or something like that, or or skating like the. The announcers are over the top excited, like they're faking it, or like European soccer when they score a goal. Yeah, or yeah, any soccer really. But it's just, I don't know. It was lacking for me. I'm not expecting them to be, you know, jumping out of their pants excited about things. But it's just like <laughs> so boring. Yeah, like why? Like they should do an all star announcer like every year. Like have a, a different person from a different team or something like that. That'd be kind of cool. Could be. Yeah, something along those lines. I don't know. There you Switch go. it up. Absolutely. Like or just Alex Faust. We'll take it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you got him in your back pocket. And I mean, and JR's like antics in between like each competition were fucking stupid. I like JR. You like JR. He still bothers the shit out of me all the time. <laughs> JR, you're welcome to come in anytime. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. I think my, I mean, and it's not really something I'm proud of, but I think my favorite part was when Matthews removed removed his jersey for the accuracy challenge to reveal a uh, Patrick Marlowe jersey. That was pretty cool. That was pretty fucking neat, and the crowd went nuts. He totally did it uh, for the crowd. Yeah, that for was, sure. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, Marlowe kind of 
helped him through his his younger years. I say younger years when he's like twenties, but like he he was kind of a veteran uh, support that he that he got to yeah. gain from, and and so With I think mentor. it does kind of play to that aspect as well. That's why he said he did it. But I mean, come on, you know you're gonna get love. Oh, he totally knew what he was doing. Yeah, with that, yeah. Get get the local team on your side when they're yeah. ready to boo you. Yeah, totally. He yeah. knew what he was doing. Well played, sir. It works. Well played. <laughs> I think it was fabulous. I, I do yeah. love how they booed Tavares when uh, he got <laughs> announced. because yeah. they didn't because he didn't sign with them. That was pretty great. Yeah. I think I think at an All Star game you have to expect to get booed if you're in the same division. Yeah. Or you have. Dowdy was living it up all weekend. Done that. Done that team wrong in some way over the last five years. Yeah, yeah but I mean, Stamkos. Oh, not Stamkos. Um, Tavares really didn't do him wrong. Like it was his childhood team. Like, what do you expect the guy to do? No, absolutely. He made the right call. But to fans in San Jose, they're going to do it just because they can. Yeah. Why not? Because it's not even like hockey etiquette at that point. It's just, it's just playground fun. You know, it's street ball at that at that time. Yeah. Straight hockey. The, the coolest things, I think, were uh, the fact that they had women from the uh, Olympics, you know, participating, you know, at least like kind of they all did a, like a different skill or whatever. Yeah, and for the majority of them, they tore it up. Yeah. So you had uh, Kendall Coyne, who actually was an official participant, took Nathan McKinnon's spot in the fastest skater, and she beat out Clayton Keller. She got seventh place out of eight. So she actually beat a dude. Well, she's also taller than him, too, though, so. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but when I was looking, the top speed, like I saw, because they kind of they had like the stats going. Her top right. speed, she hit twenty over twenty six miles an hour. Yeah, and I was watching. Are you um, serious? Yeah. Holy yeah. Shit. Yeah, and um, God, why am I blanking on his name? Fucking um, McDavid. McDavid. McDavid didn't hit twenty six. Yeah, he I mean, was just there, faster around the corners. There's like, a, yeah, he carries so much speed into the corners. He got close. And, I mean, he was at twenty five. Oh something. yeah, yeah, but she was like. Above twenty six, and he didn't hit that. It's it's all in the corner speed. But like even McDavid said, he goes, "When I saw her take off from the line, I thought she was going to win it because she's she quick off the line, got off the line, man. Yeah. So that was rad. And then uh, Brianna Decker actually won the Premier Passer competition. Did you? The NBC didn't air it. Did you hear about this? No. Yeah. So uh, she beat the winner, Leon Dreisaitl, by three seconds. Holy Jesus. Hell. She destroyed that competition. She would have won it, like if she was actually in it. So a lot of people kind of like were like, "What the fuck?" Like she won this thing. Where's her twenty five grand? But she was an official participant. So yeah. um, I'll yeah. say it before. I'll say it again. It's the NHL All Star Game. Yeah. As as cool as it is to have participants from you know the Olympics and participate from the uh, from the female teams, it's still the NHL All Star Game. So you make I, it to I the NHL. That. And guess what? You get to go to the All Star Game. I, I get that, but at the same time, it's this is like we talked about in the last pod. Like it is a marketing thing, and what better way to market than to bring well that and other too and like in. these uh, these women don't have a chance to do something like this. Like in there, I like I don't think there yeah, is. Yeah, the NWHL doesn't. I don't think they do that. At least not at this I don't level. Think so, no. Not this kind of exposure. So why not? It's fun. Whatever. Like she won. Like literally, she she won the thing, but she was an official participant, so she didn't get the money from the NHL, but CCM stepped up, paid her twenty five grand, and then after that the NHL announced that they were gonna donate twenty five grand to their like charity of choice or whatever. Believes. I think they're doing that anyway. That was something they decided anyway. For I, them being there. The the article I, I read made it seem like it was after 
CCM you know, they, stepped up. And they did it for all four of the girls. Yeah. That were there. So yeah. And how about that uh Canadian chick who just totally just didn't show up and it was terrible at um the one thing that she did that was great. What are we talking about? Uh, it wasn't what's the other skills one? Or not skills one, but the other the one that where they have to shoot it into the nets and stuff like that. That's the there's a premier passer, which is the one where you shoot in the little nets and hit the, like the little bars or Go whatever. Over the barricades and yeah, yeah, I think it was whatever. that one. There there was a girl from the Canadian team and she was just terrible at it. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, the one the Brianna Decker one was was that one. The, the same premier thing. passer. Yeah, gotcha. She played so. with Dowdy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And did you guys the see the camp. video that the NHL posted of Brett Burns' son Jagger walking around asking for autographs? No. It's pretty Dude, good. It's pretty rad. The uh, who, 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 who was it? Kane is like, yeah, I'll sign. He's like, wait, who is? This? He's like, he's like oh, is this, it's is Burns. This, is this a Kane jersey? And he's like, flips it over and sees Burns. He's like, ah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. No, it's it's cute. I mean, he's just like walking around. Can you sign my jersey? I mean, we're all dads here, and like, yeah. so I that's I, why I, I love it so much. I think we're all in the same boat. Like, it's cool when like the kids show up, like for the home team or whoever it is. I think even in LA, Kessler's son. Was it in LA or was it the one before that? I think it was one before that. Um, where Kessler's son showed up. Like, I think it's cool. Like, I, I was talking to some people. And they're like, oh, it's, it's, it's the stupid thing. It's just like, it's the same thing. It's like, it's the NHL All-Stars. Why are they bringing their kids? It's like, it's a fun thing, man. Just calm down. But it's, it, and again, it's, it is like for the sport. And, that, and part of the thing for those shootouts was you're supposed to be silly. You're supposed to do things you can't do in a game. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the whole point. The silliest thing usually wins that. So why not bring those kids out and why not have them on the ice? And it's your time to kind of experience that with your kids, with your family. So I just thought it was a mall for it. It was a cool thing for them to post up, you know, walking around with like a little like GoPro on or something like that. And you want to get kids involved. You want to get a next generation of fan. That's the way to do it. Sure. Because now they can envy someone in their age bracket and be like, oh, man, I wish my dad was cooler. Than I was just going to say, or they look at their dad like, dad, you suck. Yeah. Thanks for being an engineer. All you do is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get to go around and get the same in church with stars. Don't even make just enough wait, money son. podcasting just wait. to send me to play hockey. <laughs> well, that's a hobby, son. Uh, I don't I, even make enough money on podcasting to pay for this broadcast. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Turn that TV off when you're not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Got electric bills to pay. Yeah. Uh, I I did see a tweet going back to the women competing. Um, I guess a, a lot of people were like, "Whoa, why they're there?" Blah blah blah. Um, and it was some dad. He was talking about it, and he said it made it all worth it when. Um, uh, what's the girl? I'm totally blanking. The one that did the speed competition, uh, Kendall Coin. Yeah, when when she did it and was you know she she ended up getting like third or fourth, right? Uh, she, her she speed got, got her seventh. seventh. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. But I, I guess this guy's daughter looked at him and like, like looked up and was like, I want to do that. And she had never had any sort of interest in hockey before. It's like, that is the reason why they're there. Yeah. And I, and I, I don't disagree with that. I, I just think like, if you're going to call someone to win it and officially participate in those things, like you got to be an all-star of the league. Like that's, but if you want to have other things to promote the sport, I'm all for it. Well, that's what they were doing. They were promoting the sport by having them, you know, do the competition, but not officially. So it was just, I don't know. It was a, a well, silly, like Kendall coin was official. She was official. Yeah. Cause she took Nathan McKinnon's spot and it was actually Nathan McKinnon who suggested it. Right. And they're just kind of like, she's like, okay, I'll do it. She he, found like four hours before is when she found out she was doing it. Oh shit. 
Yeah. Wait, but she just had all, all of her gear there? Yeah, because she was going to do the... Because they were all oh, she was going yeah, to any- okay. do it anyway. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But she, they just made it official. All, the women Is McKinnon American? I think so. James is nodding for everyone listening mm-hmm. at home. Yeah. <laughs> that way I can't be on record if I'm wrong. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Our stats guy hasn't pulled that up yet. <laughs> Follow-up questions. Motherfucker. Hey, See, so what's up, with the, what's up with the uh, love affair with uh, Sharky, his new boyfriend? Whose new boyfriend? Sharky's. Sharky's new boyfriend? Yeah. Well, I don't know who's Sharky's new boyfriend. Gritty? You didn't is watch it? any of it? No, I didn't. He was with I didn't Gritty get to see very all much weekend. of the Was he? Oh my god. Every picture it's like they were doing signings together. They did that that uh fastest skater together. That right there what I would say that is is you have to have the hometown mascot there and of course the NHL the has to have Gritty. Oh, yeah. they're they're up in his shit. Yeah, the, the new hotness has got to be there. Yeah, hot, it's hot mess. He's yeah. flaming. As much as I like what Gritty's doing, they are going to wear out his welcome real quick if they keep going as hard as they oh, are. Oh, for sure. It's, <laughs> if it's not obvious yet, then you're not paying attention. Yeah. Well, it's people still love him. <laughs> do they? <laughs> yeah, I think they do. I still like him. Yeah. Crazy bastard. I'm not, I'm not hating him yet. Yet. But it's. Yeah, no, the, yeah, it's, it's a big yet because it's going to yeah, happen. It's going to wear thin real soon if it hasn't for everybody. <laughs> Especially like if Philadelphia ever gets good again, he's just oh going to be in everyone's face about it. Yeah. He's in everybody's face now and they suck. That's true. <laughs> what do we think about PK's after show? He definitely has a future in broadcasting, but I thought it was a little rough. He's yep. no comedian. He's for a hockey player. Yeah. I don't think. Any other hockey player could have come close to how good he was. But it was rough. Yeah, he's got time. Yeah, I, I love, mean, I love PK. Don't get me wrong. Timing was off. PK. His mom is hilarious. Uh, that whole thing with his mom was pretty funny. The, all the interviews, the, when, he, when he was monologuing, that's when it was rough. The interviews were great, though. I, I loved every interview. Nothing was really awkward with any of that. Yeah. Dude, great, great back and forth. I, I love those. So he definitely has a job wherever he wants. Oh, for sure. When, His when social media is fun to watch, too. If you watch it, he, he does a lot for the fans. And oh, he's, yeah. he's on there all the time with videos. And him and Lindsay, like, go back and forth and battle. And LV. It's, it's it, pretty pretty awesome. It almost kind of sucks that he's in Nashville, in a way. Like, it's great for Nashville sure. and, and hockey there. But, like, he's such an ambassador of the sport. Imagine what he could do in, like a powerhouse city like New York, if the Rangers were good or LA, if we were good or, you know, even like Washington, you know, just like one of the, the bigger markets I mean, we could just trade for him, you know, we just, that ain't happening. Spe- <laughs> Nashville's not giving that up. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of trades, are we already there? I don't know. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> Tavares to Stamkos. I'm just saying. Wait, what? <laughs> Tavares to Stamkos. The, the, Goal that sh- that oh are we talking okay we're still oh. talking we Sorry. haven't talked about the games yet I know he's he's talking about trades that's, I'm like that's, Tavares for Stamkos that's like, because the Pacific got their ass kicked and I stopped watching after that they yeah they got it was it was kind of close that's what happens when you it was that. close once they two one yeah once they uh, put Flurry in it was close. It's what happens when you send a hungover duck out to play goal in the dude, first he half. he was so bad. He just wasn't seeing the puck. Like, he, dude, had he had to have, to have been hungover or still drunk yeah. or just got drunk. Like He just looked like 
garbage. There was, yeah, there was no. He didn't have his reaction time. Nothing. But <laughs> how so great bad. as a Kings fan is it that like all the Pacific just hates the Ducks now, like even more. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Like yeah. you cost us a chance to even move on. If anybody even cares about these games, I mean, um, I mean, they care about the games. There's a million dollars up for grabs. Yeah. Yeah, That's so some everybody hates Gibson, and now they're just going to just peg him yeah. all season? Whoa. That'd be awesome. Wow. That's his wife's job. Um, <laughs> is it? Wow. <laughs> and just think, I mean, Frederick Anderson's going to win a Stanley Cup this year, but. Is he? Maybe. <laughs> I saw a tweet today. It said, five years ago, if you would have asked any Pacific fan if Patrick Marleau, Frederick Anderson, and Jake Muzzin would all be on Toronto, they would have laughed at you. Yeah. Fair enough. It's true. Fair enough. Yet here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan really wants to talk about this Muzzin trade. He's like brought it up twice now. We're so talk about the let's talk about, um, let's go minute by minute for each game. And yeah, let's really drag this yeah, out. Stretch it out. I'm going to go drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be back in 20. Was the Tavares to Stamkos, was that the between the legs? Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, I did see yes. the highlight. That was oh pretty sick. Oh, my God. Come on. He did that with zero room. I don't know how he. Yeah. That was so fast. But even drawing the entire team to you. Yeah. To to open up that center lane, and within a second, he just he he's able to settle it, and uh, and draw him over through the legs. Yeah. Perfect shot. There was some some real fancy stuff going on in those games. It was it was cool. I was very cool to see. I I love those kind of things. It's what makes the all-star experience what it is so like even if you're not you know that's not your division you can still get excited about plays like that because you have these guys that have this incredible hockey sense they're all playing together these are the best of the best yeah they're just way more skilled than anybody we have on our team (laughs) i mean you have to feel bad for the goalies in those games Except for Gibson, fuck that guy. (laughs) Yeah, actually, Heinrich looked like on top of his game. He, yeah, he, uh, he definitely made some amazing saves. Yeah, all weekend. So my question to you is this: He won that save streak too. Mm -hmm. Do you feel this helps the players that participate being able to play with other players, or does it, or does it kind of hinder them? I don't think it does. Is it like a home run derby thing where it fucks with their swing? Not necessarily that, but you get to play with, you know, you're playing with all-star talent across the board. So no matter where you get placed, you're still with the best of every team, right? Or Supposedly. I mean, unless now you're stepping John away. There, but yeah, he was the MVP, so I don't want to hear yeah, shit. Dude, John Scott That's played true. phenomenal. He <laughs> that is scored true. multiple goals yeah. too. So, or you're coming out of your system to try and. Play into I don't a think different it has system. An effect. Yeah, but I Either mean, way. in in all reality, like, do, do do they even practice beforehand, or they just go out there and no. play pickup hockey? Like, it's 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 not fun. like they're changing their entire like hockey mentality just for this game. I mean, you have coaching involved. You don't think they? I mean, they're just putting lines together. And, you don't think they have? Yeah. They work on a little, a few things before the game. Nope. I you don't. think they go out there absolutely cold? Yep. They might. I mean, they probably talk. No way. They probably There's talk no game way. plan, but I don't think they get on the ice and go skate. I don't oh. think, yeah, I don't think they do. I don't think they work on anything. They they might talk beforehand, lines, and the guys might talk with each other. Like, hey, this is what I like to do. This is what I like to do. That's I'm about taking it. that as a challenge. I'm going to find out, and I'll report back. Perfect. You can't, you can't lie about it just to be right. No, I won't lie. Right. I'll, I'll Cite your sources. I'll go to our sources. <laughs> James is going to say, "Per my sources." 
DB answer your phone. <laughs> Who? Yeah, right. Anything else on the games? Jack Muzzin? No, he didn't play there. He could have. He probably I mean, should have. Yeah. But now that I saw Dowdy got third, I, I, I question even that. Now he for the East, though. So, ah, oh, man. Million dollars. That would have been nice. Oh, my God. You're such a yeah. What would Drew Dowdy's cut have been? I don't know. How many guys are on the, the roster? Like 10. Is it 10? So 100 grand? Yeah. What do you think we would have done with that? What about another car? You think just like buying a car? He's got yeah. he's got a nice vehicle. He does, but he could have another one. Uh, no, he's a single guy. I think he'd do something. Else. No, he's not single. Either. What would he do? Take the lady out? It's a lot of money for taking a lady out. I mean, you, you're you going to have a lot of time this summer for a vacation. So yeah. <laughs> maybe. Got extra time. Maybe it's his golf budget for the summer. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's extended. Yeah. If you, pay, or if you play for a Canadian team, do you get paid in fucking... Canadian dollars, like your cut gets dropped Ooh, by like thirty percent. Good question. <laughs> you probably get paid in American dollars. I would imagine. Yeah, your pay, your NHL pay is in fuck, Canadian. Fuck Canada. No, I should be happy with them. They took Muzzin. <laughs> There's your segue. Wow, there it is. <laughs> hey guys, Muzzin got traded. Yeah, moving what? on. What? <laughs> Finally, <laughs> something happened. Something happened. If you I didn't think... see him going this year, shame on you. I didn't see it happening this quickly. I actually went on record saying it wouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Well, <laughs> I don't think anything's happening before the trade deadline. No, I no, I didn't say that. I just said within this week, before Saturday, oh, okay. before the game. So, uh, yeah, called that one wrong. Oh, well, what are you going to do? And the floodgates have been open, so. Mm-hmm. He, he, we'll I think see. this kind of sets the market, too. Like, this is the first big trade. Um, I mean, even ESPN reported on it. But I do think <laughs> that we got a pretty good haul back. I I like it. We got Toronto's 2019 first-round pick. Arguably, though, it's going to be in the 20s somewhere. So, um, But that's just the way it is. I mean, if you're trading a player to a team that's in the hunt, you're going to get a lower you draft have, pick. We have two first-round picks. Yeah, which is pretty awesome. And one's so going to be top three. early, and the other one's going to be late. Yeah. You get two first-round picks. That's well, and I, th- I think it was Hoven who who was talking about it on Twitter. Um, he was Hove. like, Hove. I don't think that's a thing, but we just made it one. It is. Okay. Um, Jay-Z. He was saying for, like, trade purposes before the deadline, if you want to move up, like, to a higher pick in the first round, it's a lot sexier to trade for a low first round pick than it is for a high second round pick. Like even though like the talent isn't that much different in players that you're going to get. I think it would be. There's just, you're I mean, talking at least a dozen uh, spots difference. Not necessarily. Like what if Toronto wins the Stanley cup? They got 31 and maybe somebody, the Kings have the 34th pick. Like there's not going to be that much different. Toronto's not going to win. Though. Let's be honest. I don't know that. They, they just short Dude, up they their have defense. Jake Muzzin now. Yeah. Have you seen oh. that guy? He's won a Stanley Cup. My bad. <laughs> um, so there's that. And then both players, forward Carl Grundstrom. I don't know. He's Swedish Correct. or something. Um, and the rights to Sean Dersey, which I'm sure we'll sign him, are both former second-round picks. 32 and 37th, I believe. Yeah. And apparently uh, Dersey is a pretty good offensive Defenseman, yeah, right shot, which the Kings have been needing for a long time, and uh, 
I have heard people say that he is probably the best quarterbacking. Uh, Wrong sport. No, best quarterbacking defenseman for on the power power plays. Yeah, yeah. Just a, a quick scouting report per SB Nation. Uh, Dursey is right-handed. Is a right-handed shooting offensive talented defenseman. Uh, at six foot, he is not exactly small. The leaves did not reach did not reach off the board to take him in the second round. And while I expect that even Bouchard, who's some other guy on the team, would be the best defenseman in the OHL next year, Dursey could compete for the podium. Ooh, yeah. Not too bad. Yeah, I like seeing him play, though, so that's going to be fun next year. Um, I think uh, Bernstein said he expects him to make the roster next year. Interesting. I think that's a pretty big jump, but he's like 20, we'll 21, something like that. Yeah, he's 20 so. right now. Uh, and then Carl, which, by the way, congrats on the Kings for doubling their Carl quota <laughs> for the year in trades alone. Yeah. Uh, 21 years old, currently has 29 points, 13 goals. It's 16 to six, 16 assists in the AHL. He will be assigned to the Ontario Reign. His 29 points slots him in third in the third spot uh, on the Reign, which isn't saying much because they're also last in the league. Um, and he was tied for fifth on the Toronto Marlies. Yeah. So not too bad. I mean, he's second line at best, maybe. Well, yeah, on a pretty bad team. Yeah, I'm not saying he's going to step right in and play right now, obviously. Like, he'll get a crack at the roster towards the end of the season, probably. Yeah. But uh, from what I heard, it was uh, listening to Jesse's show where he uh, interviewed All the Kings some guys. Man, official yeah. podcast at LA Kings. Yeah. Um, wow. He interviewed a couple, like, the <laughs> announcers from the teams that these guys played on. Not announcers. One of them was. One of the other, the other guys was from the uh, insider or from the insider. Whatever they want. Uh, anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah. They're people, Canadian people who know these the guys athletic in the yeah, know. athletic. That's right. Um, your favorite uh, sports. Uh, what are we talking who, about? Jesse? No, the athletic. <laughs> you all about the athletic? I do love the athletic. Yeah, publication. That's what I was looking for. Anyways, I said he's he's kind of like a, a pest. Like he's very physical. Won't fight, but very physical. Yeah, likes to get in front of the net. Likes to bang in some goals. So he's banging it. He's like a more talented Pearson. I figured maybe a less talented Brown <laughs> chirper. Cause I guess this guy loves to finish hits and then laugh in your face about it. Yeah. According to this I guy dig, from the athletic. I dig that. I saw, so, I saw a quote, um, talking about him when I was trying to research a little bit about him and it was like, no, they're like, no offense to Canadians, but he's more Canadian than freaking Canadians are. Cause he's like that, like chippy and like, and physical about the game because the way he's Swedish or something like that, and they're not really known for that, you know. So yeah. apparently he, he he gets in there and he starts some shit. And Canadians he, aren't known for being chippy. <laughs> well, Canadian sorry. hockey players are. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't. Know. I dig it. You've I been hanging out with Jeff too much. I think it's good. I think it's a step in the right direction. And according to Blake, uh, it. He didn't flat out say it, but he's basically saying this is the first of many. Well, according to Luke, who put out an exclusive letter to season ticket holders, it was so exclusive that now everyone can read it. Shall we? I think we shall. <laughs> Let's put it out. <laughs> From right. Luke Robitaille to LA King season ticket members. We entered this season with high expectations. However, our results have been absolutely unacceptable. Today, we began a difficult but necessary step for our franchise. 
As we move forward, we will continue to relentlessly pursue and develop talent to become a team that is capable of winning in today's NHL. We are deeply grateful to all of the players that, and coaches that have helped us achieve our goals to date. We will never forget or minimize their tremendous contributions during what has been the most successful era in LA Kings history. Moving forward, we will diligently and tirelessly work to execute our vision. Our goal is to deliver a performance worthy of your amazing support and loyalty, and most of all, bring the Stanley Cup back to Los Angeles. Sincerely, Luke Robitaille, President. Well said, sir. Yeah. So without actually saying it, he said the word rebuilding. Yeah. Whether we want to call it a full rebuild, a quick rebuild, retool, whatever. I mean, it'll be a quick rebuild as soon as we trade quick. <laughs> wow. You know, and, it, and I'll tell you what, it's it stands to um, what he feels makes great hockey teams, and that's, you know, cherishing their history. So he's, you know, he, he's in there saying thank you to everybody. Like, you, you played a part in taking us where we've never been before. But we have to continuously look forward and, and keep moving forward and keep driving. So I like that. I mean, it's, it's the right thing to say at the right moment. Sure. And, and as president, like he's not a GM, so it's not his job just to be like, this is how his, you know, he's, it's not his job to lay out a plan, but he is playing PR a little bit here. Like still have season ticket holders that he still wants to renew and blah, blah, blah. So like, I think he's, he's saying it delicately enough and letting them know, like, hey, we're here to win. And I think their, their culture has changed in L.A., especially for hockey, that they expect to win now. And I think they realize that. They just can't just show up and put whatever product on the ice. Like, they, like Kings fans expect to win. Absolutely. And notice he said, we will continue to relentlessly pursue talent. So it's not stopping. Like, expect more to come. But I think that I say the timing is perfect because it's before the trade deadline. So he's saying we're going to bring in more talent. We're going to find the right pieces to this puzzle, right? Or what they see is is going to help build our new identity. I love puzzles. <laughs> and so it you know it allows him to call to action you know the the team. And when they when they do make several tra- trades, it kind of gets everybody on board with those trades, right? And then he's laying the groundwork to not for people to not be surprised when another big name leaves the team. Right. And, and, and to buy into buy into this process. Like yeah. we now have a process. We now have an idea of what we're doing moving forward. So it, it buys people in. And then by the end, I mean, if you do this same thing at the end of a losing season, now it just looks like you're trying to save face. Sure. Yeah. But you do it now before the trade deadline, before you know the outcome of the season. And it looks like you're being forward looking. It looks like you're being you know, proactive. Uh, proactive about the whole thing. So I think it was a perfect play. I agree. Yeah. I think the it's better to start now than to wait until postseason to... Oh, it's too late by then. Yeah. Now to, you're to just start. looking to... You're obviously looking for yeah. people to buy new tickets. Well, I mean, just in general, just the, the trade itself. I mean, you, you have to start now. You can't wait till after the season's over and then expect to to get 
the same kind of return for a Jake Muzzin. For sure. And I mean, it's, it was really the perfect storm. Like they got the offer they wanted from what I understand. They reached out to every other team that was interested. Like, Hey, this is what we have from Toronto. Do you want to match it or beat it? Um, and it was, it was four weeks before the actual trade deadline. It was time to pull the trigger and they did. And and God forbid if they waited another four weeks and Jake Muzzin gets fucking hurt. Right. And then he's worthless. You know, and I, I, he's at the top of his game right now. He's had a career season. Perfect time to trade him. And like Blake said, you know, you wait and when the pieces are right and both teams are happy with it, you're kind of adjusting back and forth. And finally, when it makes sense, you, you pull the trigger. And yeah. so it, it was the right time. And, and granted, you've got people that have Muslim jerseys, right? You have people that are vested in that player as part of the identity and they're going to be upset. So you have to get that. You got to get their buy-in because there's more coming. Yeah. If you lose a, a Pearson, a Carter, a Quick, then all those fans that and and there's a ton of Quick fans out there, right? So yeah. you better get them yeah. on board now because if you love the team, you got to understand that we've got to continue to move forward. I, I was surprised at the amount of people that were very upset about the trade, Kings fans, just because well, everybody hates Muzzin allegedly. Not everybody. No, no, I mean, but the the loud, whether it's a minority or majority, the, the, the loud people that are fans hate Muzzin. I think the people that pay attention to some of the details understand more of. For sure. You know, and are a little more nitpicky of his play. But if you just look at numbers and you look at, at his production this year, then you're seeing a, a larger piece of the team leave. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, you, you're seeing those those people basically calling for Blake's head for this trade. Like, you don't know what you're doing. How could you trade your, your best defenseman, this, that, and the other? It's like, because you have to. He's because not, they're, really they're not, not going to be competitive. He's not your best defenseman. He's your best defenseman this year. He's not the best on the team. No. Doughty is by a mile. I mean, to be fair, there's no so, other defenseman getting paid $4 million. And Doughty has more points than him. He's got, I mean, yeah. he's He's not arguably the best defenseman because he's not statistically, but he's he's probably been the best defenseman in the last month and a half, and I would I would back that, which just means that his value is at an all time high. So you got a first yeah. round pick and, and some prospects out of it, and if the Kings continue to build the way they want to build and build these players into a Kings system, yeah, I mean, and these these prospects aren't junk prospects. They, not at these all. guys no. have a legitimate shot of making the roster soon not in three years not it's this like bernstein thinks the one guy's gonna make it next year jersey so it's it's definitely a good trade and when you see the toronto fans just like the the fans that actually know and have seen what they're doing in the the ohl and whatever they're saying like you guys got great players out of this and a first round pick yeah great trade both sides so, fuck yeah. I'm stoked. I hope Muzzin does do good, though. It'd be cool to see him. Yeah, he had a pretty cool thing, like, you know, about going back to play for the, the team that he rooted for, you know, growing up. Yeah, so. I mean, his his hometown's like 60 miles away from freaking Toronto. Like, I'm yeah. sure he's stoked to go back. Mind yeah. you, he was on a team vacation in uh, Hawaii when he got the call from Blake. Whoops. Whoopsies. <laughs> <laughs> wow, with the team. Yeah. With the, on a boat. With a lot of the guys from the team. I'm yeah. on a boat, mother. Wow. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. It's like, oh, well. Hey, the party that night must have been huge. Oh, for sure. Jake's going away party. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I will say, 
I'm a little sad. The two finalists from last year's Bark Madness are gone. Emma and, Pearson and Daryl Muzzin. Oh, they're dog's names. I was like, did he have a stroke? What just happened? <laughs> James Quick. Daryl Muzzin. What? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's a sad day. You, you might get me on board, but it's not March yet, so I'm not there yet. <laughs> Don't stretch it. Uh, it, but it's like when Pearson came back to the city, like, uh, to fully took him out to dinner and, and these players are not going to be, they're not going to be booed players. No, for sure. You know? I actually Clifford took him out to dinner and then Clifford made Pearson pay. <laughs> oh, I thought to fully took him out. Maybe it was both, but I saw on uh, Clifford's Instagram, he's like, thanks for dinner, bud. It was like two nights <laughs> nice. before the game. That's hilarious. So yeah, I, th- I think the fans will still embrace him when they come back. Uh, I mean, the, the guy won a Stanley Cup. Yeah, you got to show respect. One hundred percent, and and for everyone who's Even thinking you, about throwing away or donating or whatever their freaking Muzzin jersey, keep it, man. I mean, that's that's always going to be worth something in your freaking memories. Like he won a Stanley Cup in a Kings jersey. He was a big part of that team. I th- I think it's still a great jersey to have. Absolutely. I don't understand the whole like people like not wanting to wear a jersey after someone gets traded or retires like i don't you don't nope so you wouldn't go wear a robotai jersey to a game i do he retired as king did he yep did he sign like a one-day contract no yeah, he, he came, came back for like a year mm-hmm. oh, that's I, you know what i my my exceptions are my williams jersey and my quick jersey. Foreshadowing. Because <laughs> they're Con Smythe winners. So. so why can't you wear a jersey if someone retires? And they haven't won a Con Smythe or whatever. Okay, I'll give you my Froloff jersey and you can wear that next time. I think you get a lot of respect for wearing that jersey if you show up to it. Maybe, maybe, not, yeah. maybe not for love because <laughs> like wow you oh, still wait. fit in that jersey no but i mean if they like leave in a bad way maybe but like jake Muzzin got traded why not yeah it's just like find a new player what about mcsorley would you wear that i kind of he's got good history <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> That's good but, but does he yeah, stick, I mean, he did. He did yeah. go stick up bend. to the, the, the blues, and he uh, tried to chop a dude's head off with his stick. I still got a McSorley uh, autograph. I still yeah. love it. I mean, I'd rock it. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag hashtag hit check, hip check. Huh. Wow, <laughs> huh. that was hard to say. Stroke. <laughs> yeah, so I I don't know. I I wouldn't wear a Muzzin jersey anymore. But if you do, I won't. I wouldn't give you shit for it. Yeah, I just. Some people are like, oh, no, you can't do it. You can't do it. I was like, why not? If Frolov was your favorite player. Which he wasn't. Which he wasn't. But if he was. Was he anybody's favorite player? No, my brother got it for 20 bucks after like he is, left. Is Frolov <laughs> Frolov's mom's authority. favorite player? Like, let's be really. No. <laughs> no. She's like, Wayne Gretzky's the best. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So. Who's next? Who's next? Yeah. We got a voicemail. Just, well, I'm, I'm saying trade. Oh, trade. Just real quick. Oh. Just everybody name the next person to be traded. Carter. Mm. 
I thought we were doing it on three. Real quick. Fucker. Real. I didn't hear a on three. Quick. Real. Quick. Quick. He's saying quick. Yeah. I'll say Clifford. No. He does I mean package deal. Love the guy. But package doesn't bring, yeah. <laughs> doesn't he's bring gonna, he's gonna be a side trade. He's gonna be the second or third party in a trade. <laughs> and then I win. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean the the, the that's thing like the most difficult he d- scenario, but no, I think there's gonna be a package deal at some point. Wow. They're gonna send a couple people out. I don't know. Trade. He he doesn't bring much value to a different team and he doesn't clear a lot of cap space, so I don't think they're motivated to He's get, not gonna be the main part of a trade, but they're they're gonna add him to boost up what they can get back. Maybe what they're gonna do is they're gonna trade Carter and Clifford to somebody, and then you and I are right and Jordan's wrong. Oh, that's awesome. I like that. That's okay. The C's. Yeah. I also think Martinez is gone. I don't know. I don't think so. I, after Muzzin's gone, I don't think so. I think okay. you need. I think you get rid of one of the two, but you don't get rid of two. I don't think you're going to get rid of both of them. I think that's the only position that we have depth at, and that's where technically a position of strength, and that's where we're going to trade from. Minus quick. But you can't, you can't weaken that position Yeah, too you can't much. trade them all. Yeah. Yeah, but you're not going to be competitive for the next two or three years. You've got time to develop people. You gotta have you have to have some sort of veteran presence that you like and not named Dion Phaneuf <laughs> that can help these kids become NHLers. Yeah, but you could you could in that trade of Martinez you trade for a veteran. I don't I don't think you're gonna get You're not gonna do a one yeah. for one deal. I mean, what's the point? Because Martinez has term and you trade for somebody who doesn't have term. And then you get rid of But then space. you don't maintain veteran presence but his his cap space is not his cap is not hurting the team right now it's what it's the same as four yeah four, four million that's not that's not the same as muzzin right yeah. so you got rid of one of them which yeah. we said would happen this yeah. year but you lose both of them i mean you still got a decent deal in him and you still have time so you don't i i think they right made the right move you keep martinez and you use him to help build a younger core yeah, I mean he's got. One more I year. don't have a problem with that, but I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if he's gone. He's got. I one, would I actually be one, surprised. I think okay. he's got one more year. Muzzin had two years, right? Muzzin's got this year and next year. Okay, so he has one more year. So Martinez has two more years after this one. Yeah. So it's not. It's not killing us to 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 nope. keep him as far as cap goes. So I always thought, and I always got the feeling it was going to be one or the other, not both. So okay. I'm sticking with that. I mean, if you if you were to think about this, if you were to get rid of Dowdy and get two more Martinez's. No, thanks. Or three more Martinez's. Okay. Would you do it? I mean, that's <laughs> that's a lot of jazz hands. No, I mean, we're talking. We're just talking dollar for dollar. You get two and a half Martinez's. For what you're paying for Dowdy. So like two Martinez's and like a little person. Yeah, prospect. Okay. So like a Johnny Goudreau that plays defense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Would you get would you would you take two Martinez's and a prospect for Dowdy? Probably not. Just the, the And name. you have Martinez on the team? Just Dowdy and himself. I don't I think he's one of the very few untouchables right now. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying in in the grand scope, do you do you stick with one star player with a large contract, or do you split that contract up and get two or three pretty good players? I mean, on paper, 
Sounds great. You I mean, because then you can start moving assets around and and play. You have a little more play with your money on the business side of it because you don't have it all invested in one chunk. I get that. I mean, to to a certain extent, it, it is business, and that's why we get rid of people like Muzzin and Quick. Um, but I, I think they're they're Dowdy brings a locker room presence and the, there's more value than just his play on the ice and if you're trading for people that have not been on the team before you don't know what you're getting as far as like locker room and whatnot like there's rumors and whatnot but i, I think there's a lot more value to that 11 million dollars than just his play on the ice i'd agree with that i would too i just asked a question to ask there you go you had no motivation behind that question i did i just want to see what you say i think it's a valid question it is a valid question. There's definitely people out there that would say, yeah, trade him. 100%. Everyone thinks his fucking contract's a balloon, but come three or four years when the freaking salary cap has gone up, his, his, his play at $11 million is going to look like a huge discount. They said the same thing about Quick. And his contract was just way too big. And then salary cap went up, and now goalies just make that much money. Goalies, yeah, they make, make more than more that. More than that, yeah. yeah. Which probably won't continue I th- on. I think there's like a couple that, guys that make $7 million a year. Yeah, well, that's kind of what his was in the beginning, at least. Yeah, if his cap has like. It's all about AVV, though. Yeah, AAV, AVV. I don't know. AAV. AA. AVM. AVN. AVN. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what just happened here. <laughs> it's the Oscars. It's a porn of Oscars, or whatever. <laughs> I, I guess it was a big deal because Cardi B performed. But so you said we had a voicemail. We do have a voicemail. We should play that voicemail. Should we? Yeah, why not? All right, we can do that. Who is it? You'll wait and see. Love these. Okay. Next, I haven't heard it. Do 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 do. Okay. You want to stop record and then press again? No. Okay. Hey, it is the first inaugural second place finisher. In the King's Round Pod fantasy draft or fantasy hockey, whatever, I don't care. Something like that. Um, yeah, as you can tell, I don't have anything really planned, but you guys don't have anything planned either, so we're on the same boat. Ouch. Um, let's see. Um, if you guys could get one player from the current roster to come on the pod, who would it be? I don't know. That's the best I got. Suck it, James. What? Later. What the hell was that? No <laughs> meow. Uh, I think every call now has to end in a meow. First of all, or suck it, James. That works for me. No, that's not as good. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Uh, number two, um, where'd you get that Zanny fucking pres- <laughs> prescription from? Holy crap. You want to try that again? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that question is is tough in the sense that I feel like we all have the same answer. And we've said it on the podcast before. A uh, Dowdy? A Dowdy. I think Faust said the same thing. Yeah. No, we've asked I think we asked Army too and he said yeah. we said Dowdy. Yeah, Dowdy. Said Dowdy. Yeah. So, we all know Dowdy's probably the best person to talk to. He probably has great stories. Uh And I feel like he would drink beers. Oh, yeah, he'd drink beers for sure. Brew Dowdy. Brew Dowdy. If we can get it, <laughs> they're uh, still making it. Is there is there a 
a number two since Daddy's kind of unanimous. Okay, number two, good call. That's where we get interesting. I got mine. You got mine. Jordan, you ready? I'll order last. Who you got, okay. James? We're gonna do it on count of three. All right. One, two, three. Clifford. I follow. Oh, I like I follow. What a bitch. He didn't even compete. He didn't. I'm going Clifford. I think the Colonel will be good. The Colonel. <laughs> Who you got, Jordan? Come on. All right. Nobody cares. Nope. Exactly. <laughs> I, I got to follow because, I mean, I would love to hear his perspective coming into a team that's already accomplished what they did. Right. How he excelled so high so quick. And uh, and just what his like what his plans are because I only see upward momentum for him. His plans are to win a Stanley Cup. Right? No, no, no. But like, <laughs> that's, what does he work hockey. on? What does he work on? And he he's a cool guy. Like we went to go see practice, and he he like sought my son out to come give him a puck. That's pretty oh, that's cool. cool. Like they were in the middle of talking something on the other side of the ice, and, and I I think we need to ask him what everybody wants to know. If his sister's single. Ah! What if she was here? Would you still ask? Because everybody wants to know. That's how I'd sell it. <laughs> He's a journalist. He's got to find the answer. I know someone that wouldn't <laughs> no, want to know. No, 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 I'm not. <laughs> someone who would not want to know. Just a creeper then. <laughs> so who would not want to know? Your wife. Oh, yeah. Hey! <laughs> She might be interested. (laughs) (laughs) So Clifford. (laughs) Yeah. Cliffy Cliff. I just think he'd have great stories. And I'd want to ask him like how it felt to knock Roman Polak out. Teeth in or teeth out? Either way. Okay. Teeth out. I know one fan that would, uh, one Clifford fan that would uh, be knocking down the studio door. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be a good one. Jordan, are you going to commit to um, anybody? Holy shit, just say a name. Yeah. Come up with a reason later. Kovalchuk. Because <laughs> I want to do Koval shots in his face. <laughs> in, in his face or he, in front of him? In his face. You want to get in his face and then do a shot? Yeah. So he wants to shoot the Koval shot into his face. That also, that'd be cool. That'd That's be not what fun. he was saying. He wants to be in front of him and do it in front of him. Yeah, I think it'd be a lot of fun. But he's saying do it right in his face. Yeah. Yeah. I think you get punched. Probably. <laughs> but how cool of a story is that to be punched by Ilya Kovalchuk? That would be kind of cool. Yeah, Trying right? to do shots in his honor and you get yeah. punched. Yeah, exactly. I think that'd be a great story. You tell the grandchildren that. It would be on Kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope. God damn. Are still <laughs> going with that? No, now it's just funny to me. I think it'd be on uh, World Star Hip Hop, too. World Star! Maybe. Be the best hockey fight I've seen live. <laughs> That's probably pretty Two good. hits. <laughs> he hits Jordan, Jordan, Jordan hits floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, but it still plays. All right. What it do works. we have coming up next week? Hockey games. Hockey. Hockey. Kings are back. Get ready to lower your expectations. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> um, Saturday, February 2nd. February is a great month, everybody. New York, your birthday Islanders, first in the Metro, 
29-15-5. and five. Didn't see that coming. 7-2-1 uh, in their last 10. 14-7-3 uh, at home and plus 25 goal differential. I did the math before the pod. Uh, that's a 61 goal differential between us and them. Oh, that's a louse. That's, that's a louse. Uh, the Barry Trotz effect is real. Yeah. What are you going with, James? I'm going with a loss. Wow. That means we're going to win. We're going to put that uh, theory to the test. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> off the bat. I'm done right. fighting you guys. <laughs> just, just, just go to put a loss for Michael, too, even though God knows where he's at. He's actually getting ready for his trip to uh, Hotlanta. Hotlanta. Go uh, to the Super Bowl. Can we say that? Or we just pay 50 grand? We got to say the big game. Oh. I think we just get a cease and assist. Yeah. Yeah. No one gives a fuck about us. <laughs> I'd actually like to get the letter just because then someone listens to the show. Just, just get it signed it, from it the fucking Roger and Goodell. Her, and her to say the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, Suck it, Goodell. <laughs> now we're getting fined. That's that's trending. Monday, New York Rangers, sixth in the Metro, 21-27, four and six in the last 10, 13-6 and five at home, negative 25 goal differential, almost as bad as us. Oh, that's a win. <laughs> that's a win. Jordan? I think we win that. We win that? We're going to put James, that to the test. James We're called the really win, too. We're testing this theory out. All right. No, and, and before we move on, we've got two New York games here. A friend of the show, Alex Faust, said that the next time they go to New York, he has to take Foxy to Johnny's Pizzeria. There you go. Our favorite pizzeria in New York. It's kind of three New York games because the next one is the New, New Jersey Devils. So Sunset Park, do we see Do we see a Fox Sports spot on uh, Johnny's Pizzeria? Yeah. We better. I hope so. Our friends at Johnny's Pizzeria hope to see you on the broadcast this weekend. Shout out to John. Cheers, buddy. All right, moving on to... Moving on, New Jersey Devils. Jersey. Back-to-back, right after the Rangers game. They got to travel a long way. Not really. Eighth in the Metro, even with Taylor Hall on their team. Dude, I've crossed that bridge in the traffic. It's a long way. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. It's a good thing there's, like, helicopters and shit. 19-23-7, uh, and 4-6 to the last 10, 13-6-4 at home, and negative 21 goal differential. That's a win. Yeah, we're not going to win back-to-back. I'm calling that a loss. Wow. Yeah, so Michael has uh, losses across the board because he sucks. <laughs> um, I've watched the game in Jersey, and that sucks also. Ten bucks says Michael's going to have the most points after this week. <laughs> what? Why? Because you think he's you think he's going to go straight for? So hey, real quickly, while I'm looking at this board here, I also see that the team goals equal. Let's see. We got Michael at 252, James at 255, Dennis at 262, and Jordan at 269. Where are we at right now? We need to go on a tear. You know what, James? I'm glad you asked. Let me look it up. (laughs) Give me five minutes. Got to call the monkey. Oh, my God. It's not looking good. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Um, 102. It's a little higher than that. <laughs> 141. Nope. 113. Ooh. 113 goals. 
Wow. And we have played 50 games. So you're saying there's a chance. So at two goals a game, we're looking at only 60 more goals. We're looking at hitting 173 at two goals a game average. That's pitiful. And no, not even breaking 200 if we go three. Yeah, it's pretty bad, guys. Just barely breaking 200. So I think we're going to be a little bit off. Just we a little bit. 238. I'm, I'm within a goal. We had 238 last year. So we won't even cap last year's goal production. Michael wins because he bid $1. <laughs> it's, it's pretty safe, safe to Does say. Does anybody it. win if, if we don't no. break 200 goals? Yeah, every Price, other team. Price is right rules. That's pretty bad. That's depressing. Way to, way to bring us down right here at the end, James. Yeah, absolutely. Well... Because we had the All Star break, we have a we have a two week span for fantasy hockey, so nothing has changed this week. Except I forgot to set my lineup this week, so I'm fucked. Well, at least for today, perfect. Uh, so we'll cut back to you on fantasy hockey next week. Hopefully, Travis is lower, and Kings Realm will rule once again. I see what you did there with like the royalty thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good work. Well done, James. All right. So, you just think uh, of that right now? Jimbo. It was a right off the top. Jimbo. <laughs> Dennis, anything else? I'm done, man. I'm ready to go home. Jordan? Nope. I like that he gave that legitimate thought for a second. Yeah. I was just wondering where my cocktail was. It's a short trip. <laughs> All right. Well, I, uh, I would say let's close it out with a second Travis. <laughs> All right. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Kings Realm Pod, and be sure to subscribe to the show on Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Leave us a voicemail just like Travis did. Just try and be a little bit more prepared than Travis was uh, at 562-317-0087. Also, check out Guys in Short Sports. Actually, not Guys in Short Sports. Anymore. Yeah. Guys in Shorts. Guys in Shorts. They're doing things over there. They're talking about all kinds of stuff. Fire Festival they, and they made the name shorter to make it easier for you. You fucked it up. Guys in short shorts. I got it. <laughs> all right. Guys in short shorts. Hey, I was on last week with those guys yeah. and they're fired up for the Super Bowl. So Yeah, a little bit, you think? Keep an eye also on the Rams house yeah. since the Rams are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, if you didn't listen to the Rams house last week, you need to check that out because uh there's a little bit of excitement over there. Yeah. Who, uh, whose house? Rams house, got it. Definitely not the Cowboys house. And we'll uh, we'll probably see some um, some uh, material from the guys in shorts Super Bowl party. Yeah, I mean, I you're mean, going right, James. I'm going. You going? I'm going. Oh, great. Hey, Jordan, uh, anybody going? else? Anybody else? Oh wait, we covered this last week. Cricket. Yeah, that's right. Cricket. That's right. This is this is. Awkward. Yeah, we'll have some fun. Yeah, we'll have the equipment out. Probably record a few uh, ditties. Yeah. yeah. Hey, did you say ditties? Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're singing. Hey, I, I love my 20s-themed uh, podcasting. It's kind <laughs> it's, of a thing right now. It's, uh, oh, boy. All right. Well, uh, before we get into that, we're going to get out of here. <laughs> All right. For James Whitlock, Jordan Heckman, I am Dennis Wilson saying, Go, go Kings, go! Go, Kings, go! Go, Kings, go! Suck it, James. Until the next day, look, do the ditty if you want to.